0: Well, a very warm welcome once again to the Humble Climb Podcast. I am being completely blown away by the support that we've gotten moving forward with uh, plenty of, I call them sponsors, but they're more friends jumping on board. So I can't thank them enough and I'm going to run through a few names, but we will continue to make sure that we continue to grow um, through this platform and, and all these people that have gotten behind us. So I can't thank them enough, but starting with, as an example, Gigi Herring Kids. Amazing! Thank you so much, Marissa. These guys here, Bonds are Snowballs. Now they're probably not good for someone like me, who's trying to lose weight at the moment. But on my cheat day, this is what I'm going for: <laughs> the Bonds are Snowballs. And we're going to actually tuck into some later on. Um, so we'll be can't wait to get through into them. Uh, Barb's and Adam from BNA Car and Truck Repairs—they're just showing us so much love, and they're doing so many amazing things in the whole karting industry. Wall to wall Prince, James Ngari, very very good friend of mine, and he's uh, got the sports memorabilia. So if you have got something that you got, you'd have some soccer guernseys that you need to frame, don't you? Probably somewhere. James, yeah. we'd have some as well from your South Melbourne days. Yeah, definitely. I'll yeah. put you in touch with James, and we'll make sure that we get those <laughs> nice and framed for you. And lastly, uh, one of the one of the absolute goats in the in the medical uh, injectables industry, medical aesthetics and renew skin clinics. She's a very very good client of mine. Is Zena. And, um, she, I'm happy to say that she's been doing my mum's Botox for a fair while. Um, I actually met her through work and now she's doing mum's Botox. (laughs) Why? she looks so good <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible so it's, it's quite funny how you meet some people but we've had so much love coming through um i just wanted to start off the podcast just by saying that because uh so many people have decided to get behind this and uh and what it is so before we launch into this episode i just wanted to say a massive massive thank you we're going to be putting all the the logos and the and the links to websites and instagrams and everything like that moving forward but uh we can now bring you more and more uh I guess, episodes more frequently as well and not take as much of a break. So it's good to be back and, uh, let's get on with the show. So uh, you all know me. If you if you've been listening, you know who I am. Continue to subscribe, like, but if you don't know me, get on board now. And I'm pleased to welcome today, two of good friends of mine in, uh, Ty Menahan and James Carantonis. He's, uh, the, the bride and sec boy. And we've got the bride and grammar boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't care what they say that you can be from Brighton and still hundred percent be humble because that's what they, these guys both are. They are uh, they're from a different real estate office to me. They were all under the Buxton banner, um, but they've had different journeys into where they're at. Uh, Ty's obviously started a couple of years ago, and he used to be uh, on our first holiday trip away as a as a as a group. We were a couple months in, he was a Citron driving uh, little guy with his red pea plate. Then we went away on a holiday to Queensland, and he had his nine dollars in his account, but he was wearing Balenciagas. <laughs> <laughs> and, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that and Cara, as we'll affectionately know him, is uh, the DJ Knife and Fork. <laughs> he was he, he was the he was the next TS two at one stage <laughs> <laughs> before he decided to hang up the decks and uh, forge a career in real estate. And comes he's a son of a fencer. And, uh, he's now a, a director as well, uh, within the Buxton group, which is amazing. So boys, welcome to the humble climb and thanks for coming on and, and accepting the invitation. Thanks for having us. Thanks for fun. having us. Absolutely, yeah, well, It's a pretty big intro. I've, uh, I have stopped talking, so <laughs> need a glass of water, <laughs> but boys now I wanted to get you on cause I know you've both had very different journeys. Um, obviously, Carrie, you came across to Buxton, uh, how many years ago
1: now? Six. I reckon 2014, end of 2013, around then. Okay. So I got that yeah. completely wrong. So I'm looking yeah. at yeah, eight, eight. Eight years, Eight I to think. 10. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And Ty, you've been now going for
0: a couple of years.
2: Yeah, I started in 2019. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So
0: I think we actually just, uh, I started 17. So you started two years after me. But mm. well, we've had very different paths. You're sort of, me and you are very good mates. And we're all, actually, we're all, all three of us are very good mates. But you're like the Harvey Specter from Suits. <laughs> hundred percent like he's very very good looking and Kara um a as, slip. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go with it um but, didn't want to say it. Mate, 100% 100% but before we sort of kick off Kara, I know you've got obviously a busy home life at the moment how's the dog uh mate the dog I forgot not even <laughs> have one to be honest nah still love
1: the dog but um gets nowhere near the same attention unfortunately I'll it's, never forget uh, the
0: time when uh we had to go somewhere and Kara called and um he goes, mate, I can't come. And I said, oh, why not? And he goes, oh, I've got to take the dog to vet. <laughs> <laughs> like this dog is absolutely amazing. The love for this dog. So, uh, no, it's, it's good. And we've obviously just come off our, uh, our annual futsal game as well that we've had, which is uh, the Oakley office versus, um, and mixture of about Waverley versus Ashburn and Camberwell, which is where you guys are from. And um, I don't even know what the scores were, but I subbed myself off. <laughs> um, that's, that's probably what, you know, what I realized when I'm like far out, man, like I would really, Need to um, stop eating food. So um, <laughs> um, obviously, I know you—you uh, you just made it because you had that late appointment. But um, it was a good game, and it's something that I look forward to every year.
2: Eight days ago, and I've just recovered. Yeah, oh, yeah. you should have seen him in the office limping for about yeah. three days.
0: You know, it's you know, it's funny. I, there's so many people that you look at that you're like, oh man, they'll be like unfit, right? This guy lasted the whole game, and he was incredible. <laughs> like he was genuinely up until the final whistle was. He was going at
2: it nonstop. I did hear Cara was the engine of the team. <laughs> Mate, he genuinely out.
0: was. He was running around nonstop. Like I, I got exhausted looking at him.
2: <laughs> Mate, I was in keeper and I still subbed myself off because I was so tired. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, yeah, it was Someone awesome. Someone had to run from to team. Mate, it's incredible. <laughs> I reckon um, I, I reckon at the moment uh, uh, the the only analogy that I can probably use, and I don't know if you guys would agree with me, but I said it the other day to Chris Constantino, our, di- our all of our directors and your co-director, but um that there's a lot of resemblance to Collingwood and and Acom at the moment. And what I mean by that is not so much on the field stuff, like i you know, are not trying to sound um, silly with, um, you know, we win every listing and all that, which is not the case, but more the off field stuff. Like you can tell how much love Collingwood's got off the field and they're in a really good place. Mm. I feel like we're very similar in that, in that everyone gets around each other so much, which is probably why we've got zero staff. We don't really have a, a, a high staff turnover or anything, mm. but I don't know if you guys would agree with that, but that's sort of what I'm feeling at the moment. There's so much love within this, place, which is awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: It's, um, it's something that I want to get into. I want to get into it, um, off, off the bat and talk about your different journeys. Um, so I said, we obviously came from Brighton Grammar and, uh, which is no similar to, no dissimilar to Chris Hassel and Bright you, Brighton Sec, apologies. Yeah. You came from Brighton Sec, you came from Brighton Grammar. I was looking yeah. at him and I was talking <laughs> to you. Um, but Cara, uh, starting off with you, uh,
1: why real estate? I didn't have much of a choice. I, um, finished high school, um, played around in the nightclub scene a bit yeah. and, um, and then got to 21, 22. And I think my now wife was a bit, um, embarrassed to say what a partner does for a living. Yeah. So I had to sort of knuckle down and get a career and, um, and didn't have a uni degree or anything. And, um, yeah, thought I'd give real estate a go and
0: have uh, back. Coming from an ethnic background, yep. like,
1: you know, Greek, um, how much of your were your parents pushy towards you know, uni, university? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to uni, lasted a few weeks. Yep. but told mum I was there for about twelve months. Uh, so similar to that. And um, waited until she went back to Greece on a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> where I, had, where I had three months to myself at home to break the news that um yeah no I'm, I'm not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you got into the DJing stuff sort of from there.
0: Like it became yeah, a hobby and well,
1: then Well, no, it was actually more promoting. So yeah. um mate of mine, and I'm pretty sure he listens to the podcast, Evan Sia. Yeah. him and I got into it together. Yeah. And um big same club back in the day. Yeah, Cuba, Thursdays, yeah. Seven Nightclub, um, mate everywhere. So we're running club nights and um and that was going really well. And and uh, uni breakup parties and year twelve breakup parties yeah. and um and then just started bought a set of decks, started dabbling and Instead of um, you know paying someone a hundred bucks for an hour, I thought oh, I'll just do it myself, and um, and that's what it is. I was I was never really good at DJing; it was just more a hobby. But the promoting was good. So um, it's it's funny,
0: and and, uh, and I uh, and I totally forgot to mention it earlier on. So I do apologise to Tamar, but um, you know, do you know Danny Tamar? Danny Tamasus? No, but a chance guess. so he, he's doing amazing thing in the DJing space at the moment yeah. and um obviously I've got a I've got a, a very small genuine very small genuine 30th coming up which <laughs> you're both coming to but um uh and I've booked him in and uh he's sort of a bit well he's not known in the real estate space but he' sort of started off this hobby as Jane just playing around with decks and now he's stuck like, doing most of, he's doing a lot of our events like friends of mine and all that type of stuff um most weekends and he's like far out man like I've just oh, this was a hobby and it's just like now it's like paying the bills which yeah. is awesome um obviously we had to work on price a bit but um <laughs> um luckily with a bit of a uh, little bit of sponsorship on the humble climb um, so if you are looking for your next DJ event by the way make sure you get Tammer and, and I'm going to put all the links and everything as well but he's amazing at what he does I went to my cousin's 30th at Manila upstairs and mate this bloke just rocked my socks off I was dancing all night long mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they're about to they're, they nearly caught the, yeah. you know what's funny like they nearly caught the fire grade because I, <laughs> <laughs> I burnt that floor <laughs> <laughs> I was on so um, yeah he's amazing but yeah no interesting and then you fell into because you were working at uh, you're working at uh, not without naming competitors you are yeah, working yeah. At, at. that's the, right.
1: no I went to to, um, I was living there, yeah, living at home, and there was a local office that um, actually my grandfather used to have some rentals with, yeah, okay. and I uh, put my resume in. I just dropped off like just old school, printed off six, seven resumes, walked up High Street Armadale, gave them out, and the first person to call me um, was a, a guy called John from Thompson, offered me the job and just straight away said yes. Yeah, awesome. Um, and yeah, that's did it. You, did you go into rentals or like straight to nah, sales? straight into sales was really yeah. just like, here's a desk, here's a phone, good luck. Yeah, okay. And, and that's- probably shouldn't be the way to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and I was lucky enough that, um, there was a guy that used to sit next to me, Fraser Kale, who's killing it at the moment, doing really, really well. And I just sort of watched what he was doing and then just copied him and, and, um, him and I would be at the office till eight thirty every night, cold calling. And, um, and that's how, yeah,
2: that's how it all happened. That's awesome. you about yourself, uh, halves. Um, pretty similar story. I was pretty much forced to, to into real estate. There was yeah. no, um, you know, fluff around it. I was mucking around after school. Didn't do much partying from sort of Wednesday through to Sunday. And then one so day, well, Monday, Tuesday, you party. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> That's a weird day to party, yeah. man.
2: <laughs> um, and then uh, one day, my granddad, uh, who's sort of like a father figure to a degree, sort of cracked it at me and said, "I've got you a job interview. Yeah. You're going." No ifs or buts, and yeah, the rest is sort of history after that.
0: And what did it, but I mean, job aside, like when you heard real estate, like is it something you actually wanted to do? I
2: don't remember ever thinking yeah. of real estate ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did work experience for like a car dealership yeah. and that was probably as close as I got to
0: it. Cause that's how I got into it. I got into it through Sammy Mailey, but mm. I was working at a car dealership in car finance, auctioning off a car as a joke to our staff. And then the receptionist at the time, Lisa, who I'm still very good friends with, he's like, dude, have you ever thought about real estate? And I was like, "No." Nah. <laughs> a week later, I accepted a job at Bucks and <laughs> Bentley. It was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I think everyone's path so different, which is what I love. Cause I don't think, uh, and I was 24 when I got into it. So I was, I was late you guys would have been what 21 you were 19?
1: 19 yeah. I was 22 yeah Yeah, right so everyone's
0: yeah. so different I don't think you ever come in and, like we had um, we've had a work experience kid that was with us for the week last week Um, a, a client of mine and he's, he's like mate I wouldn't mind my son doing work experience with you and I was like yeah cool no problems but it's so hard to do work experience in a real estate office I found because yeah. you're just watching like I looked at the poor kid and I was like man you would be so bored right now you're just watching me make calls yeah
2: I mean, Kara's like, cousin yeah, had work experience yeah, like with us oh remember Georgie yeah, yeah 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 we got him to
1: come to a I think it was like a building inspection or something it was nothing. And he gets to the front door and the owner opens the door and she looks at him and goes, who are you? He goes, I'm George. I'm on work experience. And she goes, you're not coming into my house.
0: Yeah. It's so hard. (laughs) I, it, I, I was thinking about it. Like you can't do, like, really, I mean, with this whole work experience thing, you, unless you're into it, you can't. do much. And now it's changed so much from when we got our licenses or mm. our agents rep, I should say, not licenses. I did a five-day course. I don't know. You would have yeah,
2: done. Well, I did the five-day yeah, course,
0: yeah. Yeah, and now it's six months to try and get into real estate. Yeah. So good luck. Um, so you've obviously, yeah, so your granddad obviously, and we all know your granddad as mm. well because he's, um, he's a ripper at Audi. Yeah. And um, that's how we're all, I think we're all driving we're all Audis driving now. Audis because
2: mm. of him sponsored by AM. Yeah, do literally, literally. Yeah.
0: So if you need an Audi, go and see Ian. <laughs> joiner at uh this is genuine at uh at Penfold Penfold Burwood, yeah, yeah. Audi, Audi, Penfold. Audi, Penfold. Audi Penfold in Burwood he's a star he actually sold me my car as well and I was in the middle of COVID so um yeah he's a ripper guy so um yeah make sure that if you want a new set of wheels Audi's are very reliable cars so
1: um
0: happy to look at Audi sponsorships
1: as well guys you sound like Vlad <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but your journey real estate obviously yeah so two very very different um when did you sort of
1: come across to the uh to the Buxton group yeah. So mate, I, um, so I was at, uh, Thompson for about two, three years and, um, I pretty much almost gave up real estate. Yeah. Um, I was sort of ready to almost call it quits. So I was just, I was getting into a lot of listing opportunities, but losing all of them. Okay. And it was almost like, this is a bit too hard. You know, am I good enough? And, um, I then, uh, there was a guy who used to work at, at uh, and Ashburn that I knew, James Marku. He said, Come have a chat to us. Um, so I moved two suburbs over, yeah, okay. and um, and then yeah, got into it. Um, really, I was just like I was shot at the time; like I had no confidence, um, didn't think I was good enough. But then when I went to Buxton, started just getting a few small wins, yeah, and then got the confidence up, and and with that, um, yeah. Came a bit of success and
0: and now you're director of Ashburton Campbell.
1: Is yeah, Ashburton and Campbell and Mount Waverley. Yeah, yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So you've gone from DJ to director.
1: Yeah, uh spinning records cool. suburb records.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Does that laughs> enough? I love it. I love
0: it. I love it. Um, and and yourself, like obviously um uh you just started. Like I, I genuinely remember the first time I actually met you and you were going into an appraisal by yourself. No, you were going into an appraisal. Kara couldn't make it. And he called me. He's like, mate, I've just hired this kid called Ty. Can you go and help him at an appraisal <laughs> in Kurugul Road, Cunning?" Yes, <laughs> I remember. I um, still speak to the yeah, guy. And, um, <laughs> and I genuinely remember it. And he's rocked up in his like Citroen and I'm like, oh wow. Okay. Um, and he was so young and non-confident and you see the evolution in people. And I, I said, I get so proud of it. Um, even though he's younger than me, I always get proud of it. So, um, but for both of you, but um, yeah, I mean, how, how's your journey sort of been realistically? I mean, you've been based out of Ashburton the whole time? Uh,
2: I started off at Mount Waverley. Yeah. Um, so Bucks and Mount Waverley. And yeah. then I don't think I took it too seriously in terms of the job for probably six months. yeah, okay. And then I got shipped over to work under Kara. Yeah. And uh he gave me a good spanking a couple of times yeah, and yeah, yeah. woke me up and yeah, sort of the, the rest was history after that. But had no idea of the suburb Ashburden, never heard of it, had really? never heard of Chadston. I was sort of in my own Bubble in uh, 3204 Bentley. Yeah, right. And uh, is that where you grew up, Bentley? Uh, so, yeah, grew up around Bentley, but started off in uh, Caram Downs and then moved oh, all wow. way down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, awesome. And, and, and you're, you, you, but you lived in Paran, is that right?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Paran from 10 years old. Yeah. Before that? Mount Waverley.
0: No shit. Yeah. So, it's
1: sort of funny. Like, it's
0: a bit of a homecoming, really, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Like, we come back. Um, it is a bit. Yeah. Which, which, is, which is awesome. The real estate agent or oh, the real estate, uh, market has been is almost topic of every conversation at the moment with everybody and you guys are seeing it first hand um you know i guess uh, what's the word i guess transacting and exchanging titles with you know in a lot of in a lot at the moment um wh- what are you guys seeing at the moment for those people that are listening with what real estate's doing i'll probably start off
2: with you um yeah, I feel like I'm in a listing presentation. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to keep There's it as the a- market.
2: Um, yeah, look, I think it's it's um it's interesting. Like we had a couple of chats um this week. Is is the market back? I don't think it's back. I think it's it's just bizarre. There's a lack of stock on the market. Yeah. a lot of competition. People still needing to upsize, downsize, and they're buying and forking out a lot of money to buy at the moment.
0: Do you guys finding um realistically that the more renovated turnkey homes are going better than a, as opposed to your
1: original needing work homes? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, if you can have something that people can move into, um, it gives them the peace of mind that they can get a really good home from day one, as opposed to getting in there and then having to, you know, get architects, yep. council, tradies, builders, um, the cost of holding cost of buildings gone crazy. So if they can just get in there from day one, Um, that
2: we're finding those sort of homes are getting a premium at the moment. It's almost like two separate markets in one market. Like unfinished is almost impossible to give away to a degree. And then your finished products just seem to be setting benchmarks every week.
0: It's scary because um, I think everyone always talks about this. um, Well, they've always had this pre- uh, Pre esteem thing in their mind of, uh, or the Chinese market or or whatever it might be. I, I don't, I've never really, I don't subscribe to that theory as much as what others do personally, because mm-hmm. I just think at the moment it's so scary that interest rates are where they're at and people are still buying at the level that they are. Yeah. Because I'm finding it so much harder to value a home at the moment. Where if someone says to me a price of, hey, I want two million bucks as an example for my home, I can't scoff anymore and be like, well, no, you're not going to get it. Do you know know what I mean? Like, cause you just don't, you don't actually know a lot of the time I'm wrong. They're wrong. You guys would see it firsthand. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, we're just having at the part, we're having apartments at the moment sell within a week, Mm. which is unheard of. And they're not even, they're not conditional offers on finance or anything. Like, I don't know what's going on at the moment, but it's obviously something's changing along the way. And I think we're all in the position, um, real estate wide, where there's just like stocks becoming so limited. And I think if you're, if you're, if you're hesitating at the moment, um, you're kind of, you're in that limbo boat, you're, you're probably kind of shooting yourself in the foot as well in some ways, Maybe. because that lack of stock is what buyers are needing. Mm. So, um, definitely, definitely interesting. Interesting to know from your point of view as a, as a director, as to, as to where it's at. said, you might laugh at the question, but it was something that i have I actually dreamt of it last night. So that's the reason why I'm asking it. Um, what's your management style like? Cause I haven't worked in an office with you.
1: Yeah. I think it's a little bit different to others. Um, I, I like to think that, you know, I'm a friend with everyone in the office. Yeah. Um, we all get along really well. Um, I was actually saying to Ty, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, like I've never, so this year when I get up in the morning, I'm actually pretty excited to get to work. Yeah, And I think it's because I really enjoy the company of everyone in the office. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we are very results driven and those results are not necessarily – listings and sales. Yeah, okay. So everyone's, uh, obviously that's the objective at the end of the day, but those results um, in in my office are more along the lines of how many calls have you made, how many appraisals have you booked, um, have you gone door knocking, have you prospected around your listings and sales. Um, There's also a lot of focus on training and and personal development um, and just making sure that every day you've got something to show for it. And that could be, you know, you found someone that's selling in twelve months, or all of a sudden you've, um, you know, you've you've got the confidence to go out and door knock. It's just got to be you, you want to have wins every day. Yeah, Okay. Are you guys still door knocking? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Not as much as probably we would want to, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah no, we'll it's good to know. Too. Like I yeah. love,
0: I love. Um, I, I was the first that used to say about door knocking. Um, that oh, I just don't like it. I find it so intrusive. I realized that I was genuinely lying to myself about mm-hmm. that the whole time. I was just. I guess, probably semi-lazy. Um, so it's something that I've picked up over the last little couple of months again. And it's mm. it's so not refreshing just to meet people and not talk real estate in, mm. in the front garden. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I don't know if you –
2: yeah, you just build relationships weirdly, mm. don't you? Yeah. It's, it's a bit confrontational though. So I can see why a lot of people don't do it. You know, you get told to your face to F off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As yeah. opposed well, to being
0: up the, on. It, I on. I guess I probably remember uh, – I've always been cautious – The one thing I don't like about door knocking, if I'm being very honest, is the older people. Like I, I grew, I obviously grew up with my living with my grandparents, and I'm sh- I know over the time back then when the electricity companies used to door knock you, mm. like they they would hate it. Mm. Or you know, my as an example, not being rude, but they were obviously very religious people, and then they'd get door knocked by another religious organisation, yeah. um, to the point where they had a little thing mm-hmm. saying, you know, no, like no, we're we're orthodox Christians, you know, type of thing. Like yeah. so, no one door knocks. Um, that's probably the only thing I get pretty funny about door knocking older people for me because I don't yeah. want to scare them. Is real estate a uh, who
2: calls most wins? Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> calls, door knocks, whoever's speaking to the most people wins.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is that And and, and what about buyers? Like, I mean, some, do you find at the moment that there's some agents in this, not some agents, but do you go through Did you go, ever go through a phase where you were focusing so much on sellers where you forgot about buyers?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, look, I think it depends what market you're in, but the buyers will come to you. Yeah. Um, sellers won't. Yeah. Necessarily, yeah. So you've got to have you've got to have first. You've got to have the right stock. You have got yeah. to have the listings, um, and then the buyers will, um, will find you. How much of a? Uh, and again,
0: you guys just sum up really um, the title of this being the humble, because um, you guys have been in like you, you. That is you guys to a T. tee. Um, how how much of that have being humble and a nice guy and just generally approachable as a person as a person. Right, take away the real estate agent factor, mm. um, has attributed
2: to both of you guys, um, I guess, realistically, you know, sitting in the van today. Um, I, I think it, you have to be humble. I think you have to be a nice guy. You have to remember, like, where you started from to a degree. Yeah. I always think of when I first started, being able to talk to Cara or calling people and asking for advice yeah. helped shaped me into me. Um, you know, so you've got to be that as well. You know, people won't look at you or won't use you if you're a, you know, a dick to be yeah. real. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, so not being chauvinistic, all of that I think is to a T exactly who you're meant to be as, as an agent, but also as a person.
0: I see some people sometimes and they're not, oh, I guess, you know, they can be real estate, but not just real estate agents, people in their chosen profession that they'll get a Rolex and they'll be like bang at the camera, right? Which is two ways of looking at it where the point of view of like, um, one, you worked hard for it. You deserve it. And then, but two, the other part is that you never know who's watching that story mm. on Instagram. Um, I got pulled up real early in my real estate journey about what I put out. Um, cause like I used to be, anyone that knows me now knows that I don't, um, I'm in bed by nine o'clock, nine 30 on a Saturday night. Like I'm so boring. Like I'm an old soul. Um, <laughs> But I used to love going out to a club or whatever and posting at three am in the morning, me drinking a beer when I was doing real estate, and how bad that looked. Yeah. Because then I'd have clients on Facebook, and it would feed through and all that type of stuff. Um, how, how much? And that's where I want to go into with the social media side of things. How much of this of, of that are you guys have? Were you conscious of start of, or are you still maturing into that? As you know, like
2: what I can and can't post. I think it's a like. <laughs> It's a grey area that I think we're all still working with. Yeah, them. no, it's, like, it's yeah. It's, um, I found being young, you always wanted to post things. You always wanted to post <laughs> yeah. going out for beers with the with boys, your mates with yeah. the boys. Um So I've I've now changed to a professional real estate account where all my clients are on there, and my private my personal one is private. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah.
1: And yourself? What about social media with oh, that, mate? I'm not big on it. Like personally, I, I think you've got to either. If you're going to do a real estate, you got to do it properly, do it consistency, do it for not just one month and never do it again. So if you look at my Instagram account, I don't even have Facebook, but it's usually personal stuff. So I'll put a photo up of my kids or I'll repost a a Liverpool win or (laughs) one of my slow horses running a slow horse race. (laughs) You know, it's not, it's not. I do, I do put a little bit of- I never see you repost a Liverpool loss. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: all of a sudden, he just jumped on it when they win. He's like, I'm a massive yeah, Anfield yeah, guy, boy, man. <laughs> yeah. I can't post Carlton. <laughs> yeah. you know, so. No, and that's um, why I want Because I think yeah. social media is one of those things. Like, I'm probably a little bit more- Um. um like, I have this talk with Gigis all the time, mm. Pete Gigis, who obviously we all know, and he's your co-director and our directors mm. as well in some ways. Um, but- he, like he's on an Instagram, he, he's got Instagram, but he doesn't use it. Mm. Like, whereas, or, and Facebook he uses, you know, he does use, but um, I'm probably super ultra big on the socials. I, I love it. I don't know why. I just love it. The other one I don't like, really is TikTok. Yeah. But it's been so interesting with this whole merging of client stuff from when your phone gets merged to an account of TikTok or, or whatever um, that people can actually appreciate like, oh, I saw you did, you know, you were out delivering sandwiches to the homeless today, yeah. or you've got a podcast, or as an example, you went on that trip to Aspen, or wherever, or you went to, um, you know, you're you're out walking the dog <laughs> around Caulfield Park. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Though, like, yeah. it just brings this all of a sudden. This social media has brought this new different dimension of relationship between client and clients.
1: Yeah, no, um, I agree. And but who, I think you got to look at who do your clients want. They want someone that's real. They want a human that is genuine that does actually care for you and and wants the right result for yeah. you yeah so I get
0: that and I think everyone's
1: yeah. so so different in their approaches. Um,
0: what what's for for you, Ty because obviously I know how much um, when well, we we give Carol a lot of shit, but I know how much he's helped you um, I guess I guess grow um, not just as a person but as, a, as an agent as well. Um, what, what's been what's been the foundations for you so far that you've really set in so early in your career? Um,
2: being accountable, yeah. I think has been the, the biggest one. Obviously, yeah. When I got shipped over to Kara, I don't think he uh, loved it for a couple of months. Yeah. I just sort of did his head in. Is it for a true while. that is it true that you weren't sold on him? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: This is so true. <laughs> so I needed someone to come and work with me, and um, and I and Ty came over, and I was happy. I was happy to have Ty, not because I thought he'd be awesome, not because uh, you know anything like that, just because he was. A, a good, like I liked him. He was yeah. a Liverpool supporter. He had a bit of banter about him and I liked his grandfather. So it was yeah. more like, you know, <laughs> at least his grandfather gave him <laughs> deals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bought two cars off his grandfather. So, um, nah, so he came and worked with me and I didn't think like, I just think he needed time. I was like, he's just a young guy. He was like yeah. 18, 19, fresh out of high school. We just needed time. There was nothing, nothing apart from it. And then all of a sudden it was, you know, we're starting to see some yeah, real, he's doing um, really well. Yeah, some real good so results. So would you confirm that you you weren't 100% sold on him? Well, you,
0: know, you can't be
1: 100 <laughs> You can't be 100% sold on anyone until they've started working the job.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hey, oh, no, I, I actually agree with that. Like, yeah. I generally,
0: like, you just sometimes says to me, he's like, oh, you know, you were handballed to me. man. But, you <laughs> know, it did, it did do
2: my head in a bit. <laughs> like, had a Kesey loss, Do, you guys, <laughs> oh, oh my do God. you guys argue? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sometimes, but yeah. it's a, uh, I think we like we respect each other in that in that aspect yeah. as well. I've said to Carrie before, he's the same age as my older brother, so I see him as an older brother to a degree yeah, as well. That. So I ask him a lot of personal questions, but business questions I do his head in all the time with. Yeah, yeah call yeah. him at 7 30, 8 30 at night. <laughs> he's on the couch, he goes, Yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best,
0: man. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love, yeah. I love hearing that. That's awesome. It's good to have that. I think once you find that dimension, um, and that's why I talk about Collingwood, I don't know, the off the field <laughs> stuff. This mm. is what I that's probably what I mean, and yeah. people laugh when I say it, but I really mean it. They're so much um I find myself calling um I, I call I call both of you. Like I don't care. I probably was going through a phase earlier on in my whole real estate stuff where I um I didn't want to ask for help because I thought I'd play a hot shot and yeah. know it all. And, you know, I hated asking for, for, I hated asking for help because one, it made, I felt like it made me look weak. And two, I just thought like, I've got this down pat. I know what I'll do here. Mm. I'll go into this listing presentation by my own, not read the play at all and mm. just be that chest beating guy that really at the end of the day led to just purely losing a listing. Oh, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's become now so important as to building a relationship with people. And I think that's just why I wanted to have you guys on because um, you do so well, but I think it's the relationships that you guys have created in your marketplace as well.
1: Yeah. I think you got to be really, you touched on a good point there, that whole chest beating thing. Like yeah. you, if, once you start thinking you're pretty good or once you're getting yeah. a bit too confident, you're, you're, you're almost finished for a while. Yeah. You need that real reality check. And if you're thinking around, go walk around the office, go, oh, how good's this? I've listed five properties of sold five properties. I almost guarantee you'll lose the next three. Yeah, I yeah, I and because yeah, well, there is going to be a younger, hungrier Ty Menahem coming through. Yeah, um, that's just going to start getting complacent. Yeah. yeah, you think you don't have yeah. to
2: follow the processes, and I think the processes are the fundamentals of a real studio. How,
1: how
0: much of your um, how much of your um, uh, what's the word I am going to say here? I'm Try not to sound political. I am trying to sound politically correct. Um, like your Greek Orthodox background, your your Jewish background. Mm. How much of uh of the family your upbringings with faith or values or, or aligned to those have sort of helped you guys to where you are now? Like, is there still stuff that you do today based on those upbringings from your family?
2: Um, I don't think that my upbringing necessarily affected work to a degree. Yeah. Like I wasn't a very religious person when I started, I had a couple of personal things that happened in the midst of it. I pray every morning. Um, you know, I have my own five minutes with whoever it is upstairs and then and get on. with yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it necessarily, yeah. Does too much. Were you instilled with it's that true. faith though when you were younger? Um look, I grew up in a Jewish household. So yeah. yeah, like you do your Jewish dinners on a on a Friday. It's funny. I just love I love hearing about
0: other people's cultures. Like I've mm. YouTubed everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, the difference between things, and I don't know. Like, I just, I find it so interesting. Like, I, I just really did, and that's why I ask about your upbringing.
2: Um, I think I probably affected carrot because he moved to Caulfield. In <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. What about you? Like, um, mate, I, I wouldn't say so much from a religious point of view, more so from the, but certainly family values. Yeah, yeah um, exactly you know, right. like, yeah, okay, I went to Brighton and Grandma, but I was probably the poorest kid at the school. You yeah, know, okay. I was on, a, I was on a bit of a scholarship there because I was half decent at sport. And, you know, dad used to drive this old piece of shit Ford and I'd try and, and get him to up. park like as far away from the school. <laughs> oh. So oh. my mates don't see me getting out of that car. That's awesome. But, you know, that, that, you know, that also showed me that, hey, you can going to, you know, being surrounded by that sort of network. Like I've got mates that parents own 20, $30 million houses. Yeah, and of um, Has it, that helped
0: you? Well, it's story?
1: shown me what's out there. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's also shown me that I don't have that backup. You know, yeah. I've got to go out and make it for myself. Um, and my, my family been amazing support. Um, you know, my parents and also my, you know, my grandparents, my uncle, like a, a lot of them have been amazing. Um, but then, you know, also now being that, being a parent, having two kids, an amazing wife and family, and dog. what I, and a dog, <laughs> what I do now is, is actually all for them. Yeah. It's not for me anymore. Like, you know, it's all about, I want to give them every opportunity in life. I feel like I owe it to them, um, for, um, you know, like I'll leave home and my, my kids are usually crying cause they don't want me to go to work. So if I'm going to go to work, I want to do it really well, um, to justify why I'm doing it. Yeah. It,
0: it's so, um, and, 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 uh, and we'll say it off air, but, um, uh, someone said to me, Oh, you're having Kara on the, you're having Kara and Ty on the podcast. And I said, yeah, yeah I'm having them got the guys on. They're like, yeah, I like, but Kara went to Brian and Grandma. And I'm like, this is genuine, right? This yeah. is a true story. And someone's like, uh, so, but he went to Brian and Grandma. I'm like, what has that got to do with anything? Yeah. They're like, oh, but, you know, Brian and Grammar is not traditionally that super humble school. And I said, that's probably the, half the problem. That's where it's so wrong. I'm like, mm. what do you mean? Like the guy's is one of the most humble guys. Like, you have, have you had a conversation with the guy? Yeah. Do you know what he's
2: like? I did so, know that he had a, uh, you had a um, scholarship on it as well.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. it's, do you know what I mean? Like people make these assertions all the time and I just, I don't know, it, it really annoys me. Um, but I know, you, I can't thank you guys for coming on again a couple of um, questions that I wanted to get through as well. Um, your your usual r- routines. How much of a routine based people are you?
2: You guys, pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my routine is up in the morning. Go to the gym. I'm trying to swim at the moment now, which is uh, a pain in the ass. But yeah. Uh, yeah, doing that. Get in the office and then. What time you in the office by generally? Try be around sort of quarter to nine nine o'clock now. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, And then yeah, you got your business routine after that. I and love that. Home. And then late nights? Late nights. Yeah. Late nights. Yep. I love the late nights though. Yeah. I, um, I've got Jordan who works alongside me and him and I just kick it at the office late at night. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you obviously, I mean, you, you're
0: probably in more of a, cause I see it with Charlie from our office, you're a balancing act for the late you, nights. You yeah? have to now. Yeah. yeah so when I was,
1: when time. I was young, when I was their age, like I love, just love seeing him and Jordan cause it kind of reminds me of when I was fresh and new to the industry and, and just so excited to, to work and, and to, um, having, have, having fun doing the job. Um, whereas now it's really balancing and, um, you know, like I, I try and help out in the mornings with the kids, get to the office by nine 30, make as do as much as I can during the day. But I, I like, being home when they go to sleep. Yeah. You know? okay. So they'll generally go to sleep anywhere from 6.30 to 7.30. So I, I like being home. And do you try and like, um, hypothetically, like during the week, uh, do you try to say like you have one or two late nights
0: a week and that's it? Like try and top it? Yeah. I,
1: I, when I first introduced that, like everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, I was, I was trying to say like, obviously I want to help the team as much as possible. But if I'm doing, you know, 7.30 listing appointments every night, yeah. like, that's going to mm. take a serious toll on on my family, and if you don't have your home life going well for you, um, your, your work life's not going to be great. Oh, there's so much yeah.
0: more to life than money, and yeah. then if you're just chasing that every single yeah. time, like I, I, I like what Charlie's got, like, and I speak to Charlie all the time about it, like I, um, you know, about that balancing act as as well. Mm. Um, like I love a late night dinner, but um, it's it's that it's that balancing act as to where it goes. But I'm interested. I said I wanted to know your routine because everyone's different. Like everyone knows for me, I'm at a Uh, generally by eight thirty in the morning, I like to kick off at Melissa and Oakley and Hmm. I'm there and we have a table. It's like, we were back in Greece. It's incredible. So like, literally we get a, we get a booth and then people just flock. Like it is freaking amazing. And the problem with it, you're right. Is that you've got to cut it because you go like, like it's time for work by nine o'clock. That's it. You know, you have half an hour of fun Mm. You talk, you know, you talk, but it's everyone from work office and the amount of clients you pick up just from those little coffee interactions, um, are amazing. So, um, but yeah, everyone's, everyone's really different. Um, at the moment, with uh, with where you guys are going, real estate wise, and this is a big one that I wanted to, to ask you guys: next five to ten years, what are you seeing in the real estate
1: industry? You yeah, go first, Carol. Um, so that's how you can think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hamble, <laughs> the biggest <laughs> handball <hamble laughs> ever. <laughs> where's the industry going, or where are we going? Uh, both, actually. I actually <laughs> yeah. like that one. Yeah, we've got we've got some pretty pretty cool ideas. We've got some. Um, some things we want to do as a business, the uh, Bucks and Acom group. We've got a few areas that we want to, we want to grow into. Um, But um, you know, it's great to have that, that long-term vision, but you've got to implement it and we can't do that unless we've got like people coming through. So obviously what Ty's done is amazing and, and and his journey is just getting started, but it's all about developing other people within the business to grow. So then we can go and do, do more ourselves. Um, so that's that's and, from uh, and
0: in industry wise in
1: itself from yeah. a buying and selling point of view. I think, think when things turn, I think I'm hoping it's now. I think I'm hoping we're seeing yeah. the early signs. I think we're going to be in for a crazy five years. Yeah. Like I, I think there's going to be some serious growth with all the immigration that's coming, with all that pent up demand. If you look at house prices, especially in our market, I, I, there's there's homes that I sold in 2017, 2018. So that's now five six years ago. I probably couldn't get that same result today, yeah. and that's just been five, six years of just price of having stalled, fluctuated a bit, of course. And I think the next five, ten years, personally, you probably see them double. It's going to be. Um, yeah, I think it's right. we, uh, that's what I think anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: it's good to have the yeah. prediction because I, I, um, like we're seeing it with obviously we see it with the even the rent side of things. Like we had a client the other day, one uh, of my clients, townhouse. It was, it was just a two-bedroom hours. but he was asking $5.95. Someone off the back comes in and goes, I'll give you 6 dollars And the girls were like, what? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're seeing it with rents go up the way that is. it is. Um, I think the real estate, mm. probably industry at the moment – Scary to say, but is both sales and rentals
1: are both really high. Yeah. yeah. It's what, seven hundred um how many people are coming to Victoria in the next few years? Seven hundred thousand or something? Migrating over <laughs> to Victoria. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm yeah. Skilled, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm gonna, so gonna say yeah, yeah. Where are they yeah, gonna go? Well, they're gonna go into houses. So well, this is it's, why I have him on because he reads the financial review. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And what about yourself? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, I think there's gonna be a real shortage of stock given that the fact that no one's yeah. building at the moment and that's yeah. gonna affect two, three, four five years down the track and then you've got how many hundreds of thousands of people coming to live here. That is a lot of people wanting to buy with very limited opportunity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting one because everyone's always got different opinions on it. Um, you know, I've, we meet these buyers sometimes and I don't say this as, as a jokingly way, but we meet these buyers who have always got these opinions about, Oh, the market's going to crash. The market's going to crash. We're, we're a buyer that we, that I know of genuinely, after three years of looking, finally bought two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, probably bought at one of the hottest times ever, mm. when there were so many more opportunities out there. Everyone, I think, has got this opinion, and it's like I love to say to people, like guys, like all these opinions. Another like, oh, market's in a crash, or this and that, all those cheeky offers. It's like awesome. Come speak to our sales team about it, and like because
2: yeah. they want to invest as well oh, when yeah. the time's right. If you're <laughs> gonna live in a home. They're gonna live in it for 100%. like, seven years. You're gonna you know you're gonna see it double all of that. So. I don't see anyone. Maybe we can move in it. together. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Be good, um, house buddies.
0: Be good. My guys should go live at Carers with them to take <laughs> oh, the dog for a walk. Absolutely, <laughs> guys. One of the big things that we finish up with is the um is the humble three. Now it's uh, it's brought to you by of Snowballs, which is freaking amazing. Um, they're awesome. They're awesome. I um I have tried a few of them, and like this one is just like the sherbet. It's it's awesome. So yeah. um, you guys are gonna have some goodies to take home. Oh, my kids will love those. Yeah, so you guys are gonna have Huge. some goodies to take home. I love for me the um the tr- like these ones here are cool the the cones. They're sick because it's like you're having an actual um, it's like you're having an actual ice cream, but it's just marshmallow. These guys, you guys, are gonna have some to take home. So I can't thank uh, Panna and the team at uh, Bonza Snowballs for getting behind this segment, but the humble three, and they'll be uh, they'll be behind the segment uh, every, every everyone moving forward. Um, but the humble three, what job realistically? This goes to both of you. What job would
2: you guys be doing
0: if you weren't doing real estate? Wow, or Profession. A I don't like the word job. But I say profession.
2: I reckon I'd probably be working in hospitality still. One of my dad's cafes just being pretty cruisy. One of, yeah. Thank God. Well, I couldn't work. <laughs> I couldn't work for dad because
1: he's a fencer, and I'm I'm definitely not that labour type. My hands are so soft. You um, reckon you would have taken DJ more? Nah, nah. I've, I've got over going out. Did it so much, got over it. But um, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe a mortgage broker. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, I don't, I, yeah, mate. Something I, chino and suit plays a jacket material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you reckon the the name knife and fork would have taken off? <laughs> <The> <laughs> DJ knife just about and fork. to get huge.
0: I didn't know where you think of that one, man. It, like, was, a, it, was, a, it was a piss take.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly,
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: you know what knife like no <laughs> yet it's the yeah, name. That's the, that's <laughs> the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the humble column came to me in the shower. but I don't know <laughs> the um, uh, From is there anyone in particular outside of family or? But if it's not, it's completely fine. um can be within the family, but that particularly inspires you both.
1: This is so he can still think. <laughs> um, probably, like for different reasons, not like so much profession, but probably my grandfather, yeah, grandfathers. Good. Like, I mean, you know, they left, um, left a tiny village in Greece, came here from with absolutely nothing on a boat, couldn't speak the language. And, you know, built a life for themselves and their families and, yeah. and, and pass down those values. Yeah. So for I me, I'd, I'd definitely say them. Yeah, I love
0: it. And it's nice to hear someone outside of mum and dad, yeah. like the
1: traditional responses. Yeah. Like
0: I'm probably aligned with you there with, uh, with my, with my bubble dim. So for sure. Yeah. What yeah. about you big fella?
2: Um, I'll go the traditional route, mum and dad, Yeah, only because they've come from different walks of life. So like okay. we, I was born in Israel and uh, we left at a pretty grim time. Were you born in Israel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we left when there was a lot of rockets and missiles being thrown over. Um, and yeah, I remember mum telling us stories all the time that, you know, the reason we left was, um, she'd have to put gas masks on us and stuff like that and take us to bomb shelters at like the age of two. And she had, you know, my sisters who were younger than me as well. Oh. Um, so moving here, starting a whole new life. My dad didn't speak in very much English, doesn't really speak much. Really? <laughs> Still very well. Um, and they've both created their own really, really yeah. you know positive lives, but only through hard work.
0: If you know, just off topic, what, what did your parents
2: actually end up getting into? Uh, so, my dad's in hospitality and my yeah. mum works at uh, St. Vincent's Hospital.
0: Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like nursing. Uh, so I think she's in the administration okay. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your dad's the fencer? Yeah. And my mum's a school teacher. Is she
0: a school teacher? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Mm. Um, and the last one that I want to ask you guys uh, this is a good one. Uh, if you could have a billboard, uh, where would it be for starters? And what would it say and why? I- Obviously, might be, my billboard would be Eden Mall, <laughs>
1: obviously. We've actually just got, got a really good location. Yeah, yeah we've got you. one coming. Yeah.
2: Watch your space. Okay, um personal sp- billboards. Personal billboards. So I'm
1: talking personal billboards. So it could be anywhere in my I'd head. hate to have one, mate, to be honest. I, I, I feel like I, I would get embarrassed having one. You, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd be
2: anxious. Someone would draw a moustache <laughs> over my yeah, face yeah, or something.
1: It would have been more than moustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. moustache. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the Jonah from Tonga? <laughs> yeah, <D-tation>. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that at school all well, the time. Yeah, we like, miss, too.
2: miss, miss, <laughs> Because back then it was really big. Jonah it was filmed at my school, so it was everywhere. Yeah. That's right, it was yeah. too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so are you guys just that's like you wouldn't even go like a nice quote or use DJ knife and fork. Why don't we do a humble climb
2: billboard? Yeah, How I like about that, that one. I yeah, like that yeah, one. Yeah. Well- M- mine, mine would be cliche. Age doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> age is just a number. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I love it, guys. I um, I genuinely uh, thank you so much for coming on. We like to have a bit of a laugh with it all, um, and talk about your different journeys. But I love the fact and also break the mold that just because someone's and I genuinely mean it, I'm not saying it from a piss take. Um, just because someone's from a particular school doesn't mean that they're not a, they're not uh, humble. So, mm. uh, um, that, that's half the reason why I want to do it. So uh, I can't thank you guys for coming on. You You've uh, been amazing friends of mine, and we've got some bonza snowballs to take to our sponsors again. A massive thank you, we're putting everyone all all around. But you've taken the girls, I'm sure, to Gigi Herring Kid before. Yeah, I have Marissa. actually. I've yeah. taken myself Marissa's there too. Yeah. She's amazing. In, in, in but my Street. my
1: auntie is there every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Sandra can't speak highly enough. Yeah, of, so of Marissa's so. amazing
0: again. Bonza snowballs, a massive, massive thank you. B and A car and truck repairs are doing awesome things in the karting industry. They're everywhere, all over the place at the moment, and all over the uh, all over the. Uh, the States and literally Australia, they literally every weekend, Newcastle, Coffs Harbour, and they drive. It's crazy what they do. Uh, wall-to-wall prints. Again, James and Gary. So I've, I've actually got a uh, a mate of mine. So because a few of the, feel the boys played uh, sport, like my mates, like Jake, Jake who does the Unlaced podcast and, and, uh, and Gotchi, because they both played their individual sports, they've all given me like their own. Uh, shirts like with gotch on the back or Dash on the back, which is pretty cool. So I need to go see James and get them framed. And uh, of course, medical aesthetic and renew skin clinics in, uh, in, in Albert park and reservoir Preston area. These guys, if you need some Botox done, uh, let me tell you, oh, I'm aging quick. I yeah. might need it. I'm actually looking at that the front line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm actually looking at it, Absolutely. which is good. Kara's all right. Kara's good. Yeah. He's already been there. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been seen her in the team. As I said, my mum can't speak highly enough about him. Um, and you know, every time she gets it done, she'll come be like, she'll be like, "Dim, look." <laughs> <laughs> it's not moving. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Like, I love her. And, and Zena's just the best. She's amazing. So she's an in- incoming mum as well. So we've got to say a massive congratulations for that. Wishing Bub, obviously, a lifetime of happiness and good health for uh, a safe delivery of Bub. And and Tamma, the last one, the DJ, the original DJ of uh, – he's obviously been listening to the tracks of Knife and Fork. Um, He'll <laughs> be doing my little event coming up, which is a very, genuinely, very, very small 30th taking place at a church hall. Genuinely, that's, that, that's me. I'm an old soul. <laughs> Like, I'm not – I just want to – I didn't want to put the Spotify music because I thought that makes me look like a tight ass. (laughs) Genuinely. Not premium Nah, (laughs) mate. I didn't want to put the Spotify because I'm like, you know what? You never DJ there. I'm not going to do anything. There's no – plate smashing plate it is so relaxed no, I've, never, I've never done one I've never smashed a plate um genuinely like I it's a very very but I wanted to get Tamma there so I've only got the best in the business DJing wise so um a massive thanks again Braden. can't thank you enough again we've had a couple of break and uh but we're back so looking forward to continuing to record and I'll, this one will be released and we'll chat soon thanks for having you.
2: us cheers guys